How's it going, guys and girls? Welcome back to another episode from your favorite podcast, uh, Psych Athletes. We have today, we're going to talk about Parker's um, story, and we're excited to you know, delve into his life and his experience with sports and anxiety and his experience with anxiety and life as a whole. And I think you guys um, can be really interested in what he has to say. So, All right, great. I guess it's my turn. So I think how like everybody kind of started off is like basically just going into the, the first sports that they really played. And so um, for me, like my favorite, my favorite sport of all time is football. I love football. I love watching football. I love playing football. And so when I was younger, um, that's like really what I was into. And that's the one of the very first sports I really got into just straight into like tackle football when I was uh, when I was a kid. And, you know, I, I've kind of mentioned this already where, you know, anxiety is something that I struggled with, like social anxiety was something I really struggled with. And uh, I, I was always I was always really good at football. I played quarterback, I played like linebacker when I was in middle school and stuff. And I still remember the very first jersey that I ever got. We had been playing with uh, we'd been playing and practicing for about a month. And then it was like. You know when there's, I don't know if you guys ever had this, where it's like a banquet, right? Right before the season's about to start and you're about to get your jersey and it's all like hyped up. The, the, the players are there, the teammates there, the coaches, all the parents. And uh, I remember my, my name gets called and I'm up there and they're like, all right, this jersey number goes out to the kid who's probably only said four words the entire uh, month of practice, Parker Dunham. And oh, then I got, no. yeah, and then I got jersey number four. <laughs> Why the hate? Dude. Cool number, at least. Yeah, so, um, you know, that was kind of my experience. I was always the, the just the shy kid. I was always called the quiet kid, and, like, I really struggled with anxiety. And so it really affected a lot of my performances, not so much when I was younger um, until kind of the, the buildup of getting older and older. It's so, interesting because when you're younger, <laughs> I just remind my mind being blank and running all over the field and having fun. Same. Also, yeah. when you're younger, we're like, when you said you played linebacker, <laughs> That's so funny. Like, I love when people say, like, the positions they play when they're a kid. And, like, I look at their body type now, and I'm like, linebacker? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm just a physical god, obviously. No, so, yeah, that's basically what they're talking about. So, like, I was the same size as all these kids when I was younger, but then I never really grew. Um, I didn't have, like, the growth spurt until later in high school. So I was always that smallest kid on the ki- on the team moving forward, and it got to a point where I just couldn't play football anymore. Would have loved to, but then uh, I really got into baseball, and uh, I'd been playing both of them at the same time, and then I, you know, I started go- getting more serious into baseball and uh, getting into and baseball, like baseball. You know, is height or size is much less of a factor. Yeah, it's definitely less of a sports. factor, but it's still a huge factor, it obviously. It is, yeah. Um, but like the the stuff that we've been talking about too on the entire podcast, like I didn't know any of this stuff. I didn't know any of this mental stuff. I would always be told to like, you know, I, I would have bad bad games that I'd ha- I'd have going like bad streaks and stuff like that and slumps in baseball and I remember always asking this one coach I'd always be like you know what should I do what you know what do you think I should do and then I'd always get the same answer of like just you know I think you just should stop overthinking it right and then I think that was the best answer and I'd be like oh I just got to stop overthinking it okay and then like nothing would change and so yeah growing up like baseball was was the thing was my life and there was this one team and uh, this one coach in particular that was like my my life essentially everything revolved around baseball and um, I had been I'd been an extremely good player my entire life. I'd been like recruited on this team and everything. And then once I got there, and uh, once I once I kind of it was mostly there was this coach, and uh, I was just trying to always prove myself to him. If you guys have ever felt that before, like we've kind of talked about it in the podcast before, where it's like 
there's these coaches and, and stuff and like if, if you're not performing at your highest at like the highest level that you can be a lot of times like you're ignored it's right? so weird too because like this is like a 40 year old man yeah seriously <laughs> and you're like i'm like a thir- what, like, i'm like 13 thir- 14 years yeah, old like, right i gotta prove myself to this guy. and like everybody like i know a lot of people who felt i felt like that yeah but it's like it's so you think back on it it's like it's almost irrational it's super it is extremely irrational but when you're a kid like you can't comprehend this kind of stuff you idolize authority like yeah yeah straight up idolizing like not wanting to disappoint and um you know things can happen like i was telling these guys the other day i don't think i talked about this i don't think we talked about this yet but like i was telling the guys the other day we were kind of talking about some of the sports trauma that we've gone through like negative experiences and like i still remember um like playing i we, we live in Southern California, like we've said a lot of times, and a lot of the big baseball tournaments were in like Palm Springs and Arizona when we were younger. And so I'd go to these huge tournaments and, uh, you know, they're, they're super important. There's a ton of people in the stands. There's a ton of people watching it. We were an extremely good team out here in Southern California. And I remember this one time, and I've, there's so many multiple circumstances of it, but I remember this one time we were in the championship game in our tournament, right? <laughs> And uh, I'm playing second base. I've been doing really well. And then it's like there's a runner on second. It's like bottom of the ninth. It's like the last inning, right? And then I get this chopper hit to me. And I'm running up. I try to field it. And I make an error. And then we end up losing the entire game and in the entire tournament. And uh, after that, you know, I'm probably like 13, 14 years old. I'm a super young kid. And after that, I just remember being absolutely um, kind of like, not, I, I guess like ridiculed really by like teammates called out by coaches in front of everybody, um, called out by parents as well, like other kids' parents. I remember on the drive back, my like I vividly remember being in the car, like sitting in the car um, trying to vent, and then like my parents being like, yeah, these, these kids' parents were like talking shit on us like because of that. And after that moment, like that really messed me up in the way that I, I felt confidence level when I was playing and performing in sports and uh, kind of like my drive to even perform as well and it's that and it's and I'm sure each and every one of you guys have a similar experience to that right like everybody has that kind of that kind of experience where they feel they feel a little shunned they feel a little like segregated from from these kids right yeah I've never understood the whole like parents getting angry at another a, a different parent's child from making an error in a game. Yeah. It's almost like like that parent is living vicariously through their child. Well, they and are. Like, That's the whole... Yeah. yeah. And then, like, their child, like, is not getting angry at you. So, like, they're like, all right. Like, yeah. The ultra, it's time to step yeah. up and dog on this 13-year-old. Like, it's like the ultra... It's so weird. The ultra competitiveness yeah. of, like, youth sports has really, like, changed a lot of how how players approach like tournament style games and stuff and they they get scared to fail because obviously that shit would happen because these parents care these coaches (laughs) care they think it's it's their world series it's their super bowl for that weekend this is what they've been waiting for they paid their money for and then that that competitiveness that like that that irrational drive to win a youth tournament it's it it kind of like yeah. wears on the players because the players then feel that pressure and if something god forbid happens where a player <laughs> like messes up then they're gonna feel the heat There's from that competitiveness <laughs> and, and it's like we're not and we're also we're not saying like it's a bad thing either to like try to win right and to be competitive mm-hmm. and whatnot because exactly. those are great life skills to have moving forward and and you know the, what you want to have and the weight sport. of the sho- the weight of the world should not be on your shor- shoulders in a in a youth tournament game yeah, yeah. it's like healthy it's like 
healthy competitiveness. Healthy competition. Yeah. That's what it right. should be. And so I guess I'll probably like skip. I'm gonna bounce around in these stories because it's really important to know, um, kind of like how I really discovered, um, kind of like the the negative impact that that was having on um, athletes as a whole. Finding these past experiences and and these negative um, experiences and sensations that we've gone through and how they're actually affecting the way that we play. So you know, fast forward to high school and playing high school baseball with with Ryan, and um, we're we're. I'm mean, going about the motions, and at this point, I kind of had come to terms with, like, I wasn't going to make it to the next level. It wasn't something that I had the desire to do anymore either, and I kind of come to terms with that. I hadn't grown into, like, the, the entire body that I wanted to have and stuff, and I just had different different desires and different drives, and business was always one of those things, and um, and not only business, which, which plays a huge role in my life right now, but um, I'd always struggle with social anxiety and talking to people and feeling comfortable speaking around others. And I really didn't have any sort of confidence um, in that area of my life at all. And I started to learn and really research and dive into evolutionary psychology, quantum physics, and a lot of books. Like I started reading um, a couple books a month and I started to really understand the you know subconscious some shit about mind. Quantum physics? I know some shit about quantum physics. Yeah, well, that's yes. a big word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a network. I mean, the, the idea of quantum physics isn't that isn't that um like hard to understand so when i think of quantum physics i think you're in here with your like einstein hat on and you're writing down <laughs> yeah equations no. like i'm not no i am i'm like an idiot like Feverously. i'm i am extremely <laughs> dumb and like we've taught me and mitch have had conversations like, like this before where it's like dude it's crazy how you don't have to be this smart person or like this extremely uh, intelligent person who's good at you know the the maths and the science in school and stuff to be successful. You know it's kind of crazy, but like I was never that smart person, and so um, I started learning this kind of stuff and starting to understand my mind a little bit and the reason behind like my anxiety and, and the confidence levels and stuff like that. And I started to understand the subconscious, like I said, and I started to find these releases that I could do to uh, kind of release the, the negative experiences that I had gone through that were holding me back from, um, they were holding me back from having good conversations with people, from feeling confident around others and stuff like that. And so there are all these, these negative experiences that we each go through. And for me, what I ended up finding was a lot of these things that happened to me in sports was the reason that I had a lot of this anxiety and it was manifesting like as social anxiety, right? Even though it was stuff that happened in sports and, and these things. And so I kind of started telling people about it and they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess I have that stuff too. It's stuff that you don't consciously think about, but like Ryan says, like, like I've said, there's so many things that like we've gone through this, yeah. like mistakes made in like traumatic injuries and stuff like that that you don't aren't on the top of your head but you remember them and they're they're a negative sensation mm -hmm. associated towards it i didn't really think i had sports confidence issues or anxiety issues until i looked at my whole playing career in re retrospect because i didn't have anyone there to tell me this is what you could have done better this is how you could have protected your mind and and been disciplined and i never had that for me so that's i think that's huge and i think that's something that's overlooked a lot yeah. And so that's, that's kind of how like the entire social anxiety podcast for me, like started, like I've said this before, I have the biggest social anxiety podcast in the world. And it's because like, we kind of figured this out, um, within the subconscious and a lot of people started using it and they started to see the same things and the same results in their own life. So that's kind of what we wanted to transfer over here because, um, I personally, like, this is what I can relate to the most because of the fact that the experiences that I went through were, were causing me, 
um, a lot of the shit that was holding me back from a performing to my peak performance that I could have in sports and then also just life in general right and so uh, when we talked about Ryan's podcast we kind of got into our our freshman coach when uh, when we were playing baseball Oh, you got some good stories about him. I got some really good stories about him. So it's just like I, I can still vividly remember playing for him. And like the very first day we walked into practice and like this is an extremely like um, serious organization, like an extremely serious high school um, athletics, right, for baseball. And it's this freshman coach and he walks in and like the first thing he says, I think the first thing he says is like, all right, the only way you're going to get kicked off this team is if you're smoking dope and not sharing it. Like, I remember him saying that. Yeah, and that kind of set the tone. And that was like, that's so And that was like, weird. we all laughed about it, but like, he was serious. Like, there was something not right in his head. He's a senile old man that was not yeah. readily equipped no. to, really to It's like a boomer sport. Yeah. Like a straight. No, straight up. And then like, he had one of our buddies who was like, you, you guys want to feel how uh, how hard my stomach li- is? Like, he was a big, overweight guy. And he had one of our teammates, like, punch him in the gut. It was so weird. It was so strange. And so that entire season, like, you can just probably imagine what the rest of the season was like for that. Like, we, we absolutely sucked because he didn't know how to <laughs> – yeah, he didn't know how to coach, A. And then he didn't – he also, like – He lost the game He lost us. a couple of games because of substitution issues. He didn't issues. know the sub rules, and he lost a couple of games. And so my whole um, – that's, like, freshman year I started to grow a lot. Like, I was, I was probably only, like, five feet my freshman year. And then I started to actually grow. And I had this thing um, with my feet – I, I don't know what it's called, but it's like something with your heels or something or your like ankles. And so it caused me like a ton of pain for like a month or, or like maybe like two weeks or something. And I wasn't able to uh, play. And the entire season after that, like I was starting, I was the starting second baseman. And then the entire season after that, um, after like I was good, I would tell him I was good. I would never play for the rest of the time. I would never develop like I had absolutely no playing time. And then come to find out, like at the end of the season, this guy thought that I had tumors on the bottom of my feet. Oh. I don't think I've ever told you that before. <laughs> what? Dude, the the guy was all like, at one time he was like, I remember overhearing him being like, I feel so bad for Parker, you know, he has the cancer. And I was like, I was like, what? He he legitimately thought he, he legitimately thought I had a form of cancer <laughs> and, and tumors like, on the bottom oh, of my I feel feet. So bad, he's got the cancer. He like legit. He said that, and we're just it. like, "What are you talking about, dude?" I, I was about to say like maybe he had some animosity toward your feet, dude. Like, I don't. Dude, I don't know. He actually was. he like dude, he did. no, you don't understand. He lived in a. This is a high school coach who lived in a separate reality. Yeah. from his players. Yeah, I mean, it from was everyone. it was funny. Like it was really funny, but it was, <laughs> it wasn't good for our That's development. That's definitely so. a detriment to how yeah. our, de- our development as a whole. Yeah. So we just kind of, uh, I mean, wow. just kind of recognize that there's this stuff that happens that that's holding you back within your subconscious if you begin studying this kind of stuff, and uh, studying basically, I mean, um, within the whole within the whole philosophy within the social anxiety stuff, I started to realize that not only was this helping people you know, with their social issues and social confidence, I realized they could help people the same exact way with their performance and with, you know, performing at their highest potential. And so I kind of realized that and I was like, okay, let me, let me try this out. Let me try to do this. And so the main philosophies within, um, you know, overcoming anxiety, starting that reversal process, feeling real confidence and being able to do that is there's a couple things called EFT tapping 
Okay, and EFT tapping is essentially, it's this ancient Chinese kind of philosophy where there's meridian points on your on your face and there's, there's um, energy centers on your face and a lot of it is like acupuncture. But the cool thing about EFT is you don't have to do it. You don't have to stick a needle in your face. You can actually just tap with your fingers these certain zones and as you, as you tap away on these, on these energy centers and these meridian points, you can actually really feel a lot of stress go away, a lot of anxiety go away. And if you do it the right way and you find some of the unique triggers that you've gone through and that are keeping you kind of stuck, um, you can say certain phrases and, uh, and you can feel extreme relief. So it kind of went to that and then it also went to doing these subconscious releases every morning and every night to, to start feeling better and uh, to start feeling really confident during the day. And so that's kind of what led to me creating the very first like pregame and postgame uh, meditation for Ryan. Because um, I'd always been talking about meditation, how it's the super cool thing, but um, you know, it's it's kind of hard, right? It's 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 hard for anybody preaching something when you're always like, dude, do meditation, yada, yada, yada. And then like the first time you do it, it sucks. Like it sucks to start meditating because you have to get into like the general flow of it. So then when I gave this, uh, the, the kind of the guided meditations to Ryan, where it's me like guiding his subconscious through a couple of things, like that's kind of where we realized that this thing had, had a huge potential where we realized that people really wanted like to get these pregame meditations, get these postgame meditations to help them, to help them feel confident while they're playing, to help them feel at their peak potential. Right. Do you um, ever get like you probably get a lot of sports guys who come into your anxiety podcast? Yeah, right? we, we definitely do. It's it's kind of crazy, um, and like everybody can relate to it because it's such a parallel. Yeah, it's an extreme parallel. So we start to like kind of realize that it was working for sports, and so that's really why we wanted to create mm -hmm. this to to where it is today. So we did that, and then there's like these subconscious releases that you can go through that goes inside of your subconscious, and like you have to every single person has unique things that have happened to you whether like i know we talk about sports but it doesn't just have to be sports it can be in your everyday life that's holding you back from performing what you need to be doing yeah. as well as things that have happened um in athletics as well so and like when we're talking about like when he talks about like meridian points and energy centers like tapping on your face like before i started doing that i thought it was like the silliest thing in the world and, like, when I was doing it, I felt silly. But then after, like, doing it a few more times, like, I began to actually feel better. And, like, when you start meditating, too, like, when you first start meditating, it feels so awkward and wrong yeah. almost. But then you keep on doing it and, like, it, it actually it, – Yeah. And, like, the thing that Mitch said, too, about it being, like, weird. Yeah. It's dude, like when you hear that, it's like well, – It listen. is – like, it is weird, bro. It is so mm -hmm. strange. It's like tapping on your face. What are you talking about? Like, saying phrases while you're tapping on your face. But, like, my whole philosophy about it, too, is, like – Dude, if I'm going to get results, if I'm going to get benefits from it, who cares? Like, yeah, who cares if other people exactly. are, like, seeing me do it? Who cares if other if, if it's unpopular? Because, honestly, like, most of what is popular is wrong. Mm -hmm. It's 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 kind of crazy. And so we kind of started doing – I kind of started doing that and, uh, you know, seeing that results. And that's my philosophy. Like, I don't even look at the consequences that I – have like of the next day of doing things i look at myself as like the parker in 90 days by me doing this this tools and using these these things i'm gonna i'm going to completely benefit from that like just exponentially the parker in 90 days i might not see it tomorrow because we have a hard time understand understanding time and the compounding effect that time has on our reality so um yeah it was basically finding eft these subconscious releases that are um kind of really weird but they work um, and then meditation and then kind of creating a new character that's able to really control their state um, because like all the time you've you've probably heard like how many of you guys have heard just hey Johnny 
just be yourself. Just don't change, don't try to be something you're not, just be yourself. And like from a very basic standpoint, hell yeah. Like hell yeah, you should try to be yourself. Hell yeah, you should try to you know follow your passions and whatnot. But what if you don't like who you are right now? Like what if who you are right now is keeping you stuck, is keeping you from not being able to form at your best level in sports and athletics? Or like what if what if you don't know like who you are? Anymore? Yeah, what if you don't know who you are, right? And so for a long time, it's like it's this lie that's kind of like gone around where it's really it, people feel bad of of changing and changing themselves and becoming a new authentic character, right? That they get to choose these traits for. And so I started diving into like, kind of when I said quantum quantum physics, right? A quantum lo- physics. <laughs> a lot of that has to do with manifestation and the law of attraction and the laws of the universe. And I started to really kind of understand that um, at a basic level in high school and then start like diving into it completely to understand that and understand how you can actually basically like if you know the right philosophies, if you know the right visualization techniques, if you know the right words to say and the, and the right strategies to follow, you can set yourself up and, and your life in a way that you can manifest what it is that you want to be and become a completely different person um, that does have the traits that you want to have um, in, in your sports, whether that's like a, an extremely competitive edge that you want to have. Maybe it's you're trying to become a character that is really good at this certain you know, dribbling skill in basketball or like your footwork in football or something along those lines. And so we kind of figured out the way to do that. And so we're going to be getting into podcasts that dive deep into that, into the into the correct visualization techniques that you have to have um, and whatnot to, to do these things. And there's a lot that goes into it, guys. So I'm super excited to kind of start talking about that. But it was that and uh, that was kind of like the philosophy and a lot of people started using it and and guess what? Like people saw the same exact results that I saw. So that kind of podcast took off and uh, it kind of became where it is right now, where we're trying to get this board, where we're trying to get like the psych athletes podcast to in the future. Right. And dude, it it honestly, it will be at that point just because of the fact that this stuff, it works, right. It just works. So um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the the story that I had and of, of how this podcast and the whole theory kind of came about like we were just we're I like I still remember the minute it happened like we were in my room right we're just yeah. like in my room talking and we're like trying to like brainstorm a couple of things and uh, we just realized that it was a massive problem that a lot of people have and a lot of people face and that we could just like from the the skills and the knowledge that we know now that we could really help a lot of people and that a lot of and that like there was not this information out there and it wasn't readily available and uh, if we would have had it when we were playing a lot of things would have been different so yeah um, and like even for ryan like it was kind of too late right yeah it was definitely too late but i was able to you know make use of it somehow give it to some of my teammates and they saw you know they saw good results from that and they were super happy about it and then we realized it's something that we could share with all athletes you yeah know? the world yeah i feel like these last three podcasts may not be the most popular just because they're just like oh they definitely will not be yeah just because they're like introductions but i just love like learning about little things i didn't know about you guys like tumor feet that's hilarious dude i think i'm gonna start calling you tumor feet no um yeah dude what i expect for people to do is like they'll they'll be listening to the podcast where we're talking about like the actual content that's going to really help them and then they're going to come back and be like oh okay like let me let me kind of learn more about them and then they come back to the very first videos like that but like these ones but yeah guys i think that's it if you guys have anything else to say i mean 
Um, make sure that you guys click the link below to, to follow our Instagram page as well as the Facebook group if you're more inclined to do so with that. And uh, yeah, we're in we're in both of them every single day, like commenting, um, posting cool stuff that we find interesting and also like teaching exclusive content on there that's that's uh, more visual, that's harder to learn just on audio version. So yep. yeah, I think that's it for today, guys. Um, we will see you in the next one. See you. Later. Later.